Hello and welcome to the first podcast from Campbell Kennedy Wealth Management. Today we'll walk through a brief introduction of who we are and why we want to reach out in this manner. We will also discuss the current market conditions and what we are seeing as the big impacts on client portfolios. And finally, we will reflect on some of the key things that we've experienced with client reviews and how this environment may or may not have impacted their finances. So let's get started. Jamie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how the last few months have been for you, a little about yourself and why we're reaching out in this way. Sounds good. Thanks, Pete. One of the big things that I found from working from home over the past two months is really how efficient it is. Uh, you take away that 30 minute drive to the office in the morning, the 30 minute drive home, uh, the Zoom meetings, phone calls, replacing in-person meetings, they tend to be a lot shorter. So I found it's allowed me to get to those things we always talk about, but never really seem to find the time to do. Right here, what we're doing is a perfect example of that. Over the past four years, since you and I started Campbell Kennedy Wealth Management, our focus has really been to work with incorporated physicians, and that's morphed into working with incorporated professionals, creating wealth plans, staying in touch and keeping our clients up to date, and also ensuring that we're on top of the ever-changing tax laws, markets, economic conditions, and so on. But putting together our first podcast, that was one of those items that always got pushed to the uh, back burner. When I started in this industry over 20 years ago, never would I have imagined a time we were all being asked to stay home. Restaurants, shopping malls, movie theaters were closed. Professional sports have been put on the sidelines indefinitely. And air travel is down over 90%. And lastly, that I'd be sitting here recording updates to email out to clients and post on social media platforms such as LinkedIn, which didn't even exist until six years after I bought my first investments for clients. So if that's been my experience, I'm certain that our most recent addition to our team never saw any of these changes coming either. Dave, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, thanks, Jamie. Uh, you're right. With, with all that's going on today, um, you know, we see these once-in-a-lifetime events. We went through 2008, 2009, 9-11, and we went through these different scenarios. And, and then you think, oh, I'll never have to go through one of these type of situations again. And then here we are. Um, it really makes you start to think about why you got into the business and why you do what you do. And really, you want to help clients through these situations because it really comes down to this is where we earn our income. Um, it can be challenging. It can be fun. It can be frustrating. But hopefully, uh, the experience that we bring to the table will help to move things forward in a, in a much stronger way. And I'm Peter Kennedy. I've been working with Jamie for the past eight years with a specific focus on physicians and incorporated professionals. Within our team, I specialize in the financial planning, income modeling, and cash flow planning for both retirement and the, during the active career stage. I have been in banking and finance pretty much my whole career since graduating from Western. Wow, that's actually 15 years now. Sounds like a long time, but thankfully, I have you two around to make me feel young. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Jamie, I'm going to put you in the spot right now. What's been happening in the markets over the past few months? Yeah. Great question. Thanks. Uh, it's more a case of what hasn't been happening in the markets. If you go back coming into 2020, we had just experienced a great 2019 in the broader global markets. Most everything had recovered from the significant pullback we experienced in the last quarter of 2018. And many indices around the world were at or close to all-time highs. Prior to the coronavirus or COVID-19 becoming a household term, the Dow Jones, the broader U.S. market, was closing in on 29,000 and needed less than an 1140 point lift or 4% to break 30,000. 
Well, we all know what happened next. In the 22 trading days from February 20th to March 23rd here in Canada, we watched our index retreat by 37%, the quickest we've witnessed a drop of that magnitude in decades. That's incredible. That, however, was followed by a 36% increase in the TSX in the next 27 trading days immediately following the drop. Yeah, you heard that right. We dropped 37 and then we rebounded 36 in the next trading days. My 10-year-old may look at that quickly and say down 37, up 36, and say, okay, we're back to almost where we started. But I don't think they've covered percentages to that extent in grade five math. If we start with 100, we drop 37, we've got to go up 58% just to get back to that 100 that we started off with. Wow, that's incredible. Um, Jamie, I, I know each of our clients have a tailored investment strategy, but broadly, how, would, how have you seen these market challenges impact client portfolios? It really depends on the portfolio and the goals. If someone is more income focused and has lots of dividends and income producing investments, the impact is less severe. Don't get me wrong though, when we experience that type of volatility, all portfolios will be impacted and the numbers from December 31st to March 31st are gonna show that. The last thing I'd like to add is we also made some changes in the first couple of months of 2020 to scale back certain sectors. Reducing exposure to pipelines and increasing to pharma companies certainly helped out. Jamie, I want to go back to something that you said a little earlier about investments matching or reflecting, I should say, their wealth plans. I think one of the things that I've taken away with many of our conversations with clients is how having the wealth plan has really provided a guidepost for where they are currently. Dave, have you been finding that as well in your conversations with clients? Yeah, I have. Um, you know, because of the situation, we've been doing a lot of uh, voice calls and video calls with clients, and we've been rerunning a lot of plans from sort of the, the depths of the markets back in March. And it's been reassuring to me and also comforting the clients that despite the change in the market value, that really most of the income models and retirement plans have been uh, have, have seen little impact. I would agree with that. I think going back to Jamie's point that that's in large part due to the focus on income producing assets within a portfolio for someone who is drawing on that portfolio. Dave, what do you think the most common thing you've heard over the past few months has been? It really has to be, you know, how how's the COVID situation impacted my portfolio today and how is it going to impact it going forward? Not only portfolios, but also just the practice of medicine. Uh, personally, I've had to set up a, a voice conversation with my doctor for uh, for a prescription refill, and that's something different. And I think it's it's interesting that a lot of our clients have seen this transition um, in ways they've never never seen before. Um, and it's it's a challenge that a lot of them have risen to, and I think some of them have enjoyed taking on. Dave, I completely agree with that. I think a lot of our clients have found some enjoyment in rising to this particular challenge. I found it amazing to hear the stories of change and how new technologies have been adapted so quickly and new experiences like you just went through. I agree. Actually, I heard a stat last week that said in the past two months, the average person has progressed two to three years uh, from a technological standpoint. So it, it is forcing people to adapt and to learn these technologies that are in fact making our life easier. I find that absolutely amazing, but could completely see that. Case in point, here we sit in different places throughout the city doing a podcast. Dave, what else have you heard from clients? Well, Pete, a lot of it has really been around changing their focus and figuring out what's important to them. 
Um, you know, you hear about, unfortunately, all the, a lot of the deaths and things that are going on, and people have really started to, to think about how can I enjoy life, how can I do what I do, and, and uh, be able to do other things as well. Um, but also starting to hear things a lot around um, what if scenarios, if I retire earlier, if I do some different things. Um, but uh, one of the big things has been uh, estate planning. Um, I don't know if you've been hearing similar things, Pete. You know what, Dave, I'm hearing a lot of the same things. I think that most people have adjusted to the new reality well and have settled into a nice routine. I've heard some concerns about billing codes and canceled surgeries. So I think more now, more than ever, cash flow planning has been really important. I've been really thankful for some proper planning we did with respect to having cash in corporate accounts at a time like this. We've had some incorporated professionals, medical, dental, and legal, that have all had the assurance that there's corporate cash earned in last year's past tax rates at that lower corporate level, that they're now able to draw out as dividends or salary this year. Yeah, and one of the other things that really comes up at, at this time of year are, are taxes. It's unfortunately, it's tax season. And one of the uh, few good things about a down market is we can actually start to do some tax planning in conjunction with our clients' accountants um, that will help to lower the, or minimize the tax burden going forward. Well, gents, I appreciate you taking the time today. To all those that tuned in, we appreciate it and hope you found some useful information and insight. We'd like to encourage any one of you to reach out with any questions, comments, or ideas that you'd like us to cover on a future podcast. Hang on, I've got two final questions for each of you before we wrap. First, what was the best homemade meal you've made and where did you get the recipe? And second, what's the best takeout you've ordered since this all began? Jamie, go. Yeah, yeah. That's, those are easier questions to answer. Uh, <laughs> from a recipe point of view, I cheated. Uh, we did a cooking class, class, so I didn't have to find the recipe. I just had to follow the instructions on a Zoom meeting, ironically. So we had everything in our kitchen and just follow the chef's instructions. And that was a pan-seared salmon. It had this citrus gastric, which I didn't even know what that was before we started off. And we did homemade risotto, a bunch of roasted vegetables, caramelized onions. It, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And then from cool, a takeout. What a cool thing to do. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. And for takeout, Panzerati at the hillside here in Kilworth. It just, they knock it out every single time. So it's, it's my go-to takeout. Oh, good for you guys. That sounds like a neat way to uh, get through this. Dave, how about yourself? Um, well, well, I don't tend to... Uh, to uh, stray outside of things uh, too far. I like to keep the keep things as simple as possible. Um, but I I really like ribs and I really like to barbecue. So I've come up with this uh, recipe that uh, for a lot of years now, where I you get a tinfoil pan, cut up a couple racks of ribs individually, put them in the pan, pour two liters of coke over the top of it, and close the lid and put it on high and walk away for about an hour, hour and a half, and it works out uh, works out really well. Oh, good for you. That's, that's great. And in terms of uh, ordering, where are you guys getting any takeout from? Um, well, we're a big pizza family. My wife loves pizza. So, so we get that probably more than we should. Um, but uh, one of the nice things is where we're situated, we can see all the other food trucks and, and deliveries uh, come into the neighborhood and uh, we can get an idea of what's uh, really, really popular in our, <laughs> our little uh, part of town. That's probably one of the funnier things that you see now is that the majority of trucks on the road are delivery trucks or food service trucks. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I, I, we've been making a lot of pastas from, especially from uh, a 
a website called Food Wishes and Chef John. The one pan orichetti, Dave, would be uh, up your alley for um, one pan kind of meals. It's fantastic. And the rigatoni El Secreto is my kid's absolute go-to. As far as takeout, we've been really trying to rotate around with a lot of the small locally owned restaurants here in, in Old South or in downtown area. And uh, in terms of burgers, you can't beat the one down at Milos. With that, we'll call this to an end. If there's anything else that anybody would like to add, or, or as Jamie said, if you have any suggestions for future podcasts, please feel free to reach out at any time. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hello and welcome to the first podcast from Campbell Kennedy Wealth Management. Today we'll walk through a brief introduction of who we are and why we want to reach out in this manner. We will also discuss the current market conditions and what we are seeing as the big impacts on client portfolios. And finally, we will reflect on some of the key things that we've experienced with client reviews and how this environment may or may not have impacted their finances. So let's get started. Jamie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how the last few months have been for you, a little about yourself and why we're reaching out in this way. Sounds good. Thanks, Pete. One of the big things that I've found from working from home over the past two months is really how efficient it is. Uh, you take away that 30 minute drive to the office in the morning, the 30 minute drive home, uh, the Zoom meetings, phone calls, replacing in-person meetings, they tend to be a lot shorter. So I found it's allowed me to get to those things we always talk about, but never really seem to find the time to do. Right here, what we're doing is a perfect example of that. Over the past four years, since you and I started Campbell Kennedy Wealth Management, our focus has really been to work with incorporated physicians, and that's morphed into working with incorporated professionals, creating wealth plans, staying in touch and keeping our clients up to date, and also ensuring that we're on top of the ever-changing tax laws, markets, economic conditions, and so on. But putting together our first podcast, that was one of those items that always got pushed to the uh, back burner. When I started in this industry over 20 years ago, never would I have imagined a time we were all being asked to stay home. Restaurants, shopping malls, movie theaters were closed. Professional sports have been put on the sidelines indefinitely. And air travel is down over 90%. And lastly, that I'd be sitting here recording updates to email out to clients and post on social media platforms such as LinkedIn, which didn't even exist until six years after I bought my first investments for clients. So if that's been my experience, I'm certain that our most recent addition to our team never saw any of these changes coming either. Dave, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, thanks, Jamie. Uh, you're right. With, with all that's going on today, um, you know, we see these once-in-a-lifetime events. We went through 2008, 2009, 9-11, and we went through these different scenarios. And, and then you think, oh, I'll never have to go through one of these type of situations again. And then here we are. Um, it really makes you start to think about why you got into the business and why you do what you do. And really, you want to help clients through these situations because it really comes down to this is where we earn our income. Um, it can be challenging. It can be fun. It can be frustrating. But hopefully, uh, the experience that we bring to the table will help to move things forward in a, in a much stronger way. And I'm Peter Kennedy. I've been working with Jamie for the past eight years with a specific focus on physicians and incorporated professionals. Within our team, I specialize in the financial planning, income modeling, and cash flow planning for both retirement and the, during the active career stage. I have been in banking and finance pretty much my whole career since graduating from Western. Wow, that's actually 15 years now. Sounds like a long time, but thankfully, I have you two around to make me feel young. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Jamie, I'm going to put you in the spot right now. 
What's been happening in the markets over the past few months? Yeah, great question, thanks. Uh, it's more a case of what hasn't been happening in the markets. If you go back coming into 2020, we had just experienced a great 2019 in the broader global markets. Most everything had recovered from the significant pullback we experienced in the last quarter of 2018, and many indices around the world were at or close to all-time highs. Prior to the coronavirus or COVID-19 becoming a household term, the Dow Jones, the broader U.S. market, was closing in on 29,000 and needed less than an 1140-point lift or 4% to break 30,000. Well, we all know what happened next. In the 22 trading days from February 20th to March 23rd here in Canada, we watched our index retreat by 37%, the quickest we've witnessed a drop of that magnitude in decades. That's incredible. That, however, was followed by a 36% increase in the TSX in the next 27 trading days immediately following the drop. Yeah, you heard that right. We dropped 37 and then we rebounded 36 in the next trading days. My 10-year-old may look at that quickly and say down 37, up 36, and say, okay, we're back to almost where we started. But I don't think they've covered percentages to that extent in grade five math. If we start with 100, we drop 37, we've got to go up 58% just to get back to that 100 that we started off with. Wow, that's incredible. Um, Jamie, I, I know each of our clients have a tailored investment strategy, but broadly, how, would, how have you seen these market challenges impact client portfolios? It really depends on the portfolio and the goals. If someone is more income focused and has lots of dividends and income producing investments, the impact is less severe. Don't get me wrong though, when we experience that type of volatility, all portfolios will be impacted and the numbers from December 31st to March 31st are gonna show that. The last thing I'd like to add is we also made some changes in the first couple of months of 2020 to scale back certain sectors. Reducing exposure to pipelines and increasing to pharma companies certainly helped out. Jamie, I want to go back to something that you said a little earlier about investments matching or reflecting, I should say, their wealth plans. I think one of the things that I've taken away with many of our conversations with clients is how having the wealth plan has really provided a guidepost for where they are currently. Dave, have you been finding that as well in your conversations with clients? Yeah, I have. Um, you know, because of the situation, we've been doing a lot of uh, voice calls and video calls with clients. and We've been rerunning a lot of plans from sort of the, the depths of the markets back in March. And it's been reassuring to me and also comforting the clients that despite the change in the market value, that really most of the income models and retirement plans have been uh, have, have seen little impact. I would agree with that. I think going back to Jamie's point that that's in large part due to the focus on income producing assets within a portfolio for someone who is drawing on that portfolio. Dave, what do you think the most common thing you've heard over the past few months has been? It really has to be, you know, how how's the COVID situation impacted my portfolio today and how is it going to impact it going forward? Not only portfolios, but also just the practice of medicine. Uh, personally, I've had to set up a, a voice conversation with my doctor for uh, for a prescription refill, and that's something different. And I think it's it's interesting that a lot of our clients have seen this transition um, in ways they've never never seen before. Um, and it's it's a challenge that a lot of them have risen to, and I think some of them have enjoyed taking on. 
David, I completely agree with that. I think a lot of our clients have found some enjoyment in rising to this particular challenge. I found it amazing to hear the stories of change and how new technologies have been adapted so quickly and new experiences like you just went through. I agree. Actually, I heard a stat last week that said in the past two months, the average person has progressed two to three years uh, from a technological standpoint. So it, it is forcing people to adapt and to learn these technologies that are in fact making our life easier. I find that absolutely amazing, but could completely see that. Case in point, here we sit in different places throughout the city doing a podcast. Dave, what else have you heard from clients? Well, Pete, a lot of it has really been around changing their focus and figuring out what's important to them. Um, you know, you hear about, unfortunately, all the, a lot of the deaths and things that are going on, and people have really started to, to think about how can I enjoy life, how can I do what I do, and, and uh, be able to do other things as well. Um, but also starting to hear things a lot around um, what if scenarios, if I retire earlier, if I do some different things. Um, but uh, one of the big things has been uh, estate planning. Um, I don't know if you've been hearing similar things, Pete. You know what, Dave, I'm hearing a lot of the same things. I think that most people have adjusted to the new reality well and have settled into a nice routine. I've heard some concerns about billing codes and canceled surgeries. So I think more now, more than ever, cash flow planning has been really important. I've been really thankful for some proper planning we did with respect to having cash in corporate accounts at a time like this. We've had some incorporated professionals, medical, dental, and legal, that have all had the assurance that there's corporate cash earned in last year's past tax rates at that lower corporate level that they're now able to draw out as dividends or salary this year. Yeah. And one of the other things that really comes up at, at this time of year are, are taxes. It's unfortunately it's tax season. And one of the uh, few good things about a down market is we can actually start to do some tax planning in conjunction with our clients accountants um, that will help to lower the or minimize the tax burden going forward. Well, gents, I appreciate you taking the time today. To all those that tuned in, we appreciate it and hope you found some useful information and insight. We'd like to encourage any one of you to reach out with any questions, comments, or ideas that you'd like us to cover on a future podcast. Hang on, I've got two final questions for each of you before we wrap. First, what was the best homemade meal you've made and where did you get the recipe? And second, what's the best takeout you've ordered since this all began? Jamie, go. Yeah, yeah. That's, those are easier questions to answer. Uh, from a recipe point of view, I cheated. Uh, we did a cooking class, class, so I didn't have to find the recipe. I just had to follow the instructions on a Zoom meeting, ironically. So we had everything in our kitchen and just follow the chef's instructions. And that was a pan-seared salmon. It had this citrus gastric, which I didn't even know what that was before we started off. And we did homemade risotto, a bunch of roasted vegetables, caramelized onions. It, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And then from cool, a takeout. What a cool thing to do. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. And for takeout, Panzerati at the hillside here in Kilworth. It just, they knock it out every single time. So it's, it's my go-to takeout. Oh, good for you guys. That sounds like a neat way to uh, get through this. Dave, how about yourself? Um, well, well, I don't tend to... Uh, to uh, stray outside of things uh, too far. I like to keep the keep things as simple as possible. Um, but I I really like ribs and I really like to barbecue. So I've come up with this uh, recipe that uh, for a lot of years now, where I you get a tinfoil pan, cut up a couple racks of ribs individually, put them in the pan, pour two liters of coke over the top of it, and close the lid and put it on high and walk away for about an hour, hour and a half, and it works out uh, works out really well. 
Oh, good for you. That's, that's great. And in terms of uh, ordering, where are you guys getting any takeout from? Um, well, we're a big pizza family. My wife loves pizza. So, so we get that probably more than we should. Um, but uh, one of the nice things is where we're situated, we can see all the other food trucks and, and deliveries uh, come into the neighborhood and uh, we can get an idea of what's uh, really, really popular in our, our little uh, part of town. That's probably one of the funnier things that you see now is that the majority of trucks on the road are delivery trucks or food service trucks. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I, I, we've been making a lot of pastas from, especially from uh, a, a website called Food Wishes and Chef John. The one pan orichetti, Dave, would be uh, up your alley for um, one pan kind of meals. It's fantastic. And the rigatoni El Secreto is my kid's absolute go-to. As far as takeout, we've been really trying to rotate around with a lot of the small locally owned restaurants here in, in Old South or in downtown area. And uh, in terms of burgers, you can't beat the one down at Milos. With that, we'll call this to an end. If there's anything uh, else that uh, anybody would like to add, or, or as Jamie said, if you have any suggestions for future podcasts, please feel free to reach out at any time. Thanks for listening and have a great day.